Welcome to the Victorious Souls Podcast with self-love coach, Danielle Burnock. Things happen in our lives that make us feel powerless. But Danielle believes that anyone can become a victorious soul by reclaiming what belongs to them, their value, their belovedness, and their God-given superpower. The Victorious Souls Podcast is dedicated to empowering you to rise up, reclaim, and embrace the change from survive to thrive as a victorious soul through the power of love. And now, here's that lady on the internet who loves you, Danielle. Alrighty then. Took me a minute to get it going again today, but I get better every time I do it. Welcome to um, day 59 of Shelter in Place with me, Danielle Burnock at DanielleBurnock.com and Love Yourself from Survive to Thrive. And today is my second installment of reading with someone out of my book, Because You Matter, one of the people who um, is in my book, Jackie Trotman. I'm going to have her on with me today. And we're going to read her story together. And she has taken ownership of her life in three very distinct ways when life was really hard. And I think that really speaks to where we are today with this pandemic going on. So I'm going to bring Jackie in. Hey there. Hey. That still took me a minute. I couldn't find that second go live button. It was on a different screen, but I still did it faster than last time. <laughs> are we live now? Yes, we are live on. Oh boy. Woohoo. Welcome Jackie Trotman to my daily lives. And thank you for joining me and for agreeing to read your story live before people. I really appreciate you joining me today. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for including me in this and in your book. Oh, definitely. Wonderful. So do you want to get right into it? Or did you want to say something before we get started? Um, or just hop well, right in? Well, I would just say um, that Danielle and I are here because we met at a writer's conference together. And um, we're both into kind of healing past uh, traumas and, and really um, doing that so that we can, as her book says, uh, to take your own ownership of your life so that you can really live. Yeah. And we're both of that same philosophy. And we just, we just hit it off and spent a lot of time together at the conference and kind of bonded. And so anyway, that's why, that's why I'm here. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. So we'll get started. And uh, like I said, feel free to Ad lib as you like. Okay. How Jackie took ownership of her life. When you make a decision, you change your life. Jackie Trotman. Jackie and I met at the 2018 Tribe Writers Conference in Franklin, Tennessee. We spent time together at one of the meetups and became friends. She has a wonderfully positive outlook on life and a beautiful smile. 
While interviewing Jackie for this book, she shared three noticeable times where she took ownership of her life. I found that quite compelling. Once is commendable, three times is remarkable. Each time she did, she had the same impetus driving her choices. One was a deep resolve to not depend on anyone. This resolve drove her through midlife. The other was to live life with joy and flow, a lifestyle she writes about and teaches. Jackie explained to me what she meant by flow. Well, the first part of flow is to fancy something. I'd never heard that kind of term before, to fancy something. I just, fancy. I loved how you put that. Well, you know where that came, where, that came from two places. And that was um, first our granddaughter, Helen, like mm -hmm. anytime that she saw something pretty, she called it fancy. <laughs> um, and it's, and it's really an older type of word, but my mother was British and she would say things like, oh, I fancy a spot of tea. You know, so <laughs> it's kind of, and the why I chose fancy is because it's whimsical and oh, yeah. for me, flow is whimsical. Mm -hmm. Because it's, you know, when we're in the flow and especially when we surrender to God, it's, you know, God constantly surprises us. So <laughs> that's for sure. When she decided to go back to school for a business degree in 1977, she fancied art, music and business. This is what led her to obtain a job in advertising. That single choice launched a 30 year career in that industry. It was the first of the three she shared with me. She enjoyed working in the advertising industry at first. However, deep below the surface rumbled the pain of her childhood soul wounds. Their eruption would lead to the second big pivot point in her life. But first, we'll look at the trauma that caused her soul wounds. As I listened to Jackie share her story, I could hear the sadness in her voice. She told me about a sudden change in her dad when she was seven or eight years old. She reminisced about their times together, how he'd take her places and how she felt his love using words. The his eye. But then his once warm demeanor turned cold and she felt abandoned. Imagine what that felt like. But as she went on with her story, the cause of her rumbling soul wounds became clear in addition to how they'd been buried, buried so long. Jackie's dad was an alcoholic and later diagnosed as bipolar. Violent outbursts ensued. Jackie described her mom as a true British Brit, a Brit with a stiff upper lip. Because of how her parents were choosing to cope with life, the frequent outbursts were never discussed. She lived on high alert all the time, just like the family dog who would run and hide under the stereo when her father's car pulled into the driveway. But Jackie had no bedroom to run and hide in. So she hid inside herself. <sighs> Always makes me stop it. <laughs> I know the words that you said there, were just, I mean, it just got to me. <laughs> it got to me too. It took me right back. The house had two bedrooms. Her older brother got one of the bedrooms and her parents had the other, leaving Jackie to sleep in the living room. A living room offers no privacy for a little girl growing up. 
Jackie loved to draw and dreamed of being an artist. She kept all her artwork on the coffee table because there was no other place for it. One day when she came home from school, the coffee table was empty. She asked her dad where her artwork was. He barked at her papers, made a mess, and he threw them in the trash. She ran to retrieve them, but they'd been taken away by the garbage truck. Devastated, she stuffed her feelings, just like her mom taught her whenever she cried. Her mom would say, Now, now, don't cry. Get it today. Jackie stuffed her feelings down so deeply, she forgot about them until much later in life. Yet those feelings didn't forget about her. In this book, I take great pains to make that point. If you don't deal with your feelings, they will deal with you. Amen. For example, instead of following her dream to be an artist, when Jackie made plans for college, she dismissed her talent, telling herself she wasn't Norman Rockwell. She pursued voice instead, telling herself it was a better choice until she dismissed her singing talent. She told herself she wasn't going to be Barbara Streisand and went home to do something more practical, but that didn't go according to her plan. Her plan of practical turned into misery. That's when her resolve led her to that first decision I mentioned to go back to school. But when she made that decision, she didn't understand it was the unaddressed trauma from her childhood that was keeping her from becoming her true self. She was still efficient at stuffing whatever pains were in her soul until they would not be denied. Enter her second big life change decision. After 30 years in the advertising industry and getting married, she was miserable and didn't understand why. In 2001, a friend told her about a book on codependency. Standing in the bookstore, flipping through the pages, Jackie gasped. This is awful. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier today because that is how you found part of your pathway to healing was through a book on codependency. And one of the other people I interviewed in this book he thought that that's what he needed to do is read about codependency, but his counselor led him in a different way. And I wanted to bring that up because everybody's way is different. And it's about owning it. It's about finding what works for you and owning that. And you found this book and you owned it. <laughs> you owned that pathway. And Danielle, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. It sounded real weird when I, when I would talk. So, okay. It sounds fine. I'm distorted on this end for whatever reason. So that's, that's good to know. And I think with this too, is just um, when you're open to something like this, I was open, I was ready to receive it. And um, yeah, it just brought to my awareness and it's so, we're so unaware mm -hmm. of the time and it just, it showed up for me at that time. So right, we, we discover it by looking and seeing what's in our lives, because especially when we are dealing with childhood emotional neglect, which is part of what you had also, 
that's not something that you see. That's something that's missing. And so you don't know it's missing because you never had it there. <laughs> okay. She always thought that her dad's alcoholism was his problem, but now it was hers. Although she wasn't addicted to alcohol, she was a food addict and a workaholic who didn't know who she was. She realized she was doing all the shoulds in her life. I loved how you put this. <laughs> she was doing all the shoulds in her life, what everyone else wanted her to do or expected her to do. How Jackie put this epiphany was, I've been doing my whole life what I should be doing and I'm not doing anything I want to do. Yeah. I think a lot of people can find themselves in that and, and we get compressed into that, but we're not owning our life where we're doing that. We're, everyone else is running our life because we're doing what they say. <laughs> we haven't chosen to do that. Well, and not only that, but we've, we've lost um, when we don't have that trust. And when I was saying I learned not to trust anyone, but I really <laughs> wasn't trusting myself as well because right. I, I had stuffed my, st my still small voice down so far that I was not listening to what I really wanted. I was listening to all the outside voices. Right. And it's so easy to do that in our culture because our marketing culture just bombards us with everything you should do and what you should have and what you should be. So right. we really are uh, struggling against a mountain of these voices that right. aren't our own, so. She had none of the joy that she writes about now, healing from the trauma of her childhood that caused her codependency and discovering who she was came at a cost. Completely broken, Jackie left her job, husband, dream home, and security in 2002. How Jackie put it was, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I had to get out or my soul was going to die. Wow. Jackie was scared and alone, like the little girl without a bedroom again. As she got down to the last nickel in her checking account, her deep resolve rose up within her to take ownership of the situation. Calling friends for job leads and using an offer to leverage a better job, she landed a position as vice president of marketing. Nine months later, she met Robert, who became her husband. Due to her decision, Jackie's life took on a new trajectory. Through taking up yoga and learning to listen to her body, she stopped using food to cope. Leaning into her faith, Jackie worked hard to deal with her childhood trauma. She started learning how to be still, let go, and how to trust. Trust herself and trust others. As she let go of the emotional weight, her physical weight dropped with it. In 2016, Jackie took her third bold move of ownership. I'm going to stop and go back to the trust thing. That's something that I don't know if people recognize that when we have trust issues, something major has taken place. Either something happened in a relationship or it's childhood trauma that has caused that because trauma destroys trust. We don't trust ourselves. We don't trust the world. We don't trust anyone else because our sense of safety, our sense of safeness has been 
injured or obliterated, depending on how severe the trauma is inside. So yeah, you know, yeah. It's a very common thing. So I just want to interject here to anyone listening. If you have trust issues, trauma might be your cause. So, you know, we, we need to look at our life and don't stuff it down. We need to deal with it so you can get free. And, and uh, I could just interject um, in here too, as, as far as trusting God was another thing that I didn't do. And part of that was with my growing up and having an angry earthly father. Um, when I went to church, it really wasn't any more comforting because the God that I saw there was this vengeful heavenly father, um, mm -hmm. which I would say would squi squish me like a bug if I stepped out of line. Um, and I was always um, highlighting verses that were going to kind of um, validate my um, inadequacy or my failings or my not measuring up. Mm -hmm. and I think it's also healing from that distorted God that many of us are taught about. Right. And finding that loving God. And I know you talked about that in your first book with, you know, how God you say, which I think is beautiful, the pursuer mm -hmm. um, of just being pursued by God and God is constantly pursuing us. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's that trusting, you know, trusting God overall, which is really what brings us the joy and flow in our lives because we're not alone. I mean, right. we're co-creating our life with God. So. Well, thanks for sharing that. Sure. Uh, where were we now? Eh. <laughs> this is why we record and edit when we do audio books because <laughs> you can't do it like this. But this is real and people can get to know who we are when we're doing this. We're just real people living real lives and caring about helping others. So in 2016, Jackie took her third bold move of ownership. She let all of her marketing clients go to focus on her writing again. She started the journey to write eight years earlier, but this new direction had its difficulties. She found more parts of her that needed growth, namely how she valued herself. When Jackie left her high paying job and fancy title to be self-employed in 2008, her sense of value fell under attack. She journaled her feelings, finding the root trauma in that little girl who had her artwork thrown in the trash. The buried emotions had been saying, your work is trash. And they say it loud, don't they? Those buried emotions, they, they, they scream. <laughs> she knows better now. In fact, when sharing her story about not being Norman Rockwell, she chuckled. Now I can go back to my 18 year old self and say, of course you're not Norman Rockwell, silly, you're you. <laughs> <laughs> Love how you put that. Becoming her true self empowered her. The online author marketing skills she was learning brought her opportunity when her husband was laid off in 2009. With them, she built a web development company that provided for her family for seven years until she was able to let those clients go once again to focus fully on her writing. Throughout her journey, Jackie's tenacious nature served her. She climbed over numerous mountains of pain to find her joy and flow. Now she's a full-time writer, speaker, and mentor who has published two books and three guided meditations. Why did Jackie make the decision to be a writer? 
writing reading, and mentoring feeds my soul. I'm in my joy there, and that's why I want where I want to live. I write about joy and flow, and it's taken all this time in my life to get to that place. Awesome. And uh, to find out more about Jackie and what she has to offer, I have a way for you to connect with her in the end notes in the back of this book. And so go and pick up this book today. If you want to connect today, get the um, Kindle because it has a live link in it or you can get the paperback or get both if you want. So we uh, thank you for joining us. And would you like to add anything, Jackie? Well, I just admire the work that that you're doing and you know healing is just it's so important because because everyone matters yeah and like we stopped at the shoulds it's like if you don't take ownership of your life someone else is in the driver's seat so it's so important to own your life so that you can live the life you were born to live because god made us on purpose we have value and so whoever is listening i thank you for being with us go grab a book <laughs> got it back here it's also been uh, uh nominated for a global award too so that's hey. uh have uh, nine other stories in here besides jackie so go and pick one up today and i want to say thank you for joining us today and uh again danielle burnock at danielleburnock.com and love yourself from survive to thrive that lady on the internet that's been here every day saying i love you and until tomorrow Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Victorious Souls Podcast. You matter and you are loved. We'd love to connect with you further. So please visit us at DanielleBurnock.com and grab a copy of Danielle's free audiobook. And remember, only you can change your life. No one can do it for you.